Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey, everyone. It's good to be with you again. Um, I've just had a fun time as I've been putting together today's message. It actually really puts a smile on my face because it's taking me back to some sweet memories just from last week. So I'm so glad you joined me today as we just gathered together to grow in the Lord. I want to encourage you to check out the website if you haven't already done so, ruthhendrickson.org. You'll find lots of surprises on there, lots of good things, good materials just to help keep you connected. And if you haven't already done it, go on there and sign up for my email. Uh, We won't drive you nuts. I can't stand a lot of emails, so we keep them minimal, but we try to pack them full of good things. So if you haven't done that, do that. And when you do that, you actually get a few free chapters of one of my books at this point in time. So anyways, okay, let's talk about sand. So last week, we were able to get away for a little bit to a little warmer climate. Glory, hallelujah. And in um, in the midst of a very busy schedule, even there, we were actually able to go to one of my absolute favorite places, and that would be a beach with palm trees. You see, you have to say with palm trees, because without those palm trees, it could be a very cold area. And so palm trees, to me, go hand in hand with warmth, which means for a change, I'm not freezing. And so anyways, last time we were in this area, which was like a oh, five, six weeks before that, the beach was closed actually because they were trucking sand in. So when I walked on this time, it was different. They hadn't had any storms come through. And so that all that additional sand that they had trucked in had not been disturbed. And so I kind of stood there and I took time to look around at all that sand. And I was thinking about the sand that had been added and how even tr- after truckload, truckload after truckload after truckload and it being spread all around and, and all that, that God still knew the exact number of grains of sand that were on that beach. Just say that right now. You could say God even knows the number of the grains of sand. And I know that we know that, but do we really, really know it? I mean, that's what I was doing as I was standing there. I'm like, wow, God, like I know this concept, but I don't know the depth of this concept. So I'm looking at the sand. And of course, although God knows the number of grains of individual grains, I'm clueless. Now, you know, there's no way I, even if we tried to estimate it, it's very, very clear that we wouldn't be able to do it. You know, Hosea 1.10 makes a great statement. It says, yet the number of children of Israel shall be like the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured or numbered. And in the place where it was said to them, you are not my people, it shall be said to them, children of the living God. Now, that verse really spoke to me as I, as I think back to that sand, because in so many ways, we're in a season right now where it seems like the body of Christ is shrinking. People are, um, you know, basically going into other religions. They're becoming atheists. They're backing away from the relationship with Christ. There's been a lot of disappointment, a lot of questions, some unethical activity within the church. And so all this just keeps swirling around and it. And it seems like people are backing away from the Lord rather than running to him. And yet I look at that verse in Hosea as I think about, as I hold it hand in hand with the number of grains of sea. And there's this promise here, the number of children of Israel shall be like the uh, sand of the sea, 
which cannot be measured or numbered. In other words, increase, increase. So many that we really can't count them. And in our modern day technology, we're like, oh, that could never happen because we would be able to count. Well, not necessarily. I mean, we, we want to go by what scripture says. Remember, we, we go back and we say, okay, God, this is the word of God. This is what you're saying. So let's go from um, um, that perspective, an earthly perspective to a heavenly perspective. So another verse that caught me was Jeremiah 33, 22. And that one states, as the host of heaven cannot be numbered and the sands of the sea cannot be measured. Okay, so the host of heaven, do you hear that? The host of heaven cannot be numbered. Think about that. When I think about heaven, like I would think of God, I would think of Jesus, I would think of the living creatures bowing down, you know, I would think of the elders, but I never really thought of it in terms of sand, you know, like sand that the host of heaven cannot be numbered. And that really pulled me back to, again, that's Jeremiah 33, 22, as the host of heaven cannot be numbered and the sands of the sea cannot be measured. I have a feeling that heaven Every, everything, everyone that we're going to, we're going to come face to face with in heaven. It, like we're going to be shocked at how vast it is. And sometimes I feel like we, we put it down into the size of a city, you know, some city that we've been to, oh, that'll kind of be what heaven's like, or, or, you know, we, we, we try to put a certain dimension on it. And yet when I look at this, the host of heaven can't be numbered as the sea sands, um, as the sands of the sea cannot be measured. It gives me a different perspective on it. So there is a vastness to the ability of God that we just don't understand, or at least I don't understand. And just as I stood there and I looked at the sand, I am sure those who did the contracting, you know, they had to factor in like how many truckloads of sand they needed for as much as they wanted to build up the beach. And, you know, they there was a calculation that they used to to measure so to say how much sand to bring in but even with that it was an estimate and they still did not know the number of grains of sand that they dumped on that shore so let alone you combine it with what's already there i mean think about that so it's what's dumped on they wouldn't even know and then even what's already there they wouldn't know the number of grains so with that said again there's also a vastness to the host of heaven which is what we're talking about in jeremiah and as I was thinking about that, I remember hearing Emma Stark talk one time, and she was actually teaching on the fall of Satan and the angels that fell with him. And if, just bear with me for a moment as I try to unpack this a little bit. We know that one third of the angels fell with Satan, right? Okay, so Satan, pride entered in. He wanted to be like God. He gets kicked out of heaven. A third of the angels go with him. So again, we don't know the exact number, but we know that one third went with Satan two-thirds remained with God, okay? So um, again, one-third fell, two-thirds stayed with the Lord, but we don't know like the total number. We don't know what that what that means beyond that. So a note just to ponder, God alone is more than able to conquer anything that comes along. Just say that right now. God alone is more than able to, con to conquer anything that comes along. There's nothing that's too big for him to have mastery over, for him to take control over, for him to deal with, for him to have victory over. And yet the number of angels still outnumbers the number of demonic beings, okay? So God alone is more than enough. But when we look at the vastness, we have God plus all the angels that he created. 
And we can feel so intimidated by the darkness or by the demonic or by our fear, or by our anxiety. And yet God alone, like we'll say, God, you're enough. God alone is enough. But we don't understand the vastness of it and what that really means and what it carries with it. And again, it's God plus all these angels. And so that's just that 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 blows my mind also. Back to Emma Stark. She floated something past us. This was over a year ago that still has me pondering. Um, and with that pondering, what I'm about to say, I don't think that we're going to know the answer of this side of heaven. In fact, I'm I'm 99.99999% sure that we won't know the answer to the side of heaven. And and this is what she said as, as she was talking about heaven and the, the fall of Satan, that she was talking about God, she was talking about the angels. She went on and talked about the creative nature, the creative hand of God. And she just made a suggestion and, and she flat out said she didn't know, but she made the suggestion. And she basically said, is it possible that he has multiplied or created additional angels, remember they're created beings, um, since that day when a third fell. We don't know. We don't know. But what she was saying is she goes, you know, it's possible that there's more than two-third heavenly hosts at this point in time. Um, you know, Satan, the demonic, we have to understand he's not creative. Like we tend to give Satan the same attributes of God, which is actually an incorrect teaching. He is a creative being. He is limited in time and space. He can't be more than one place at a time. The demonic are limited. They don't have even a creative bent around them. All they do is try to mimic and twist the truth and the nature in the word of God. Okay. So, so all they can do is mimic, twist, turn, um, manipulate, contort. That's all they can do. But God, everlasting God, the great I am is is not only is heaven more vast than we realize but his creative nature doesn't change god is creative and if you're wondering about that just take some time to look around god is creative the hand of god is created is very very creative so that whole concept that just maybe you know he has formed more angels we don't know we don't know but it it boggles my mind just that the vastness and all that we really don't know about the fullness of God. But if you're anything like me, you try to take it down and fit it into what fits in this head. And then we just get ourselves all befuddled or we try to box in who God is and get it, get it to fit into our realm. But yet the fullness of God and the vastness of God and the goodness of God and the host of heaven is more, um, it, it's a larger number than even the grains of sand. So back to Jeremiah 33, 22 again, of course, as the host of heaven cannot be numbered and the sands of the sea cannot be measured. So next time you're on a beach, stand there, look at the sand and just try to imagine the host of heaven. See where your mind goes, like let it wander, let that sanctified imagination take off with the vastness that someday we're gonna see. So let's talk about the treasures of heaven for a moment. Okay, you all know the story of Joseph. The Cliff Notes version is he's sold into slavery, spends years in a foreign land, ends up in a leadership position where he's storing up grain for a famine. Genesis 41, 49 tells us that Joseph stored up the grain in great abundance, just say great abundance, like the sand of the sea until he ceased to measure it for it could not be measured. Think of all that he stored up so much grain to keep the people from dying in the famine that the Lord told him was coming, that it was so much that he stopped measuring it. He stopped, he couldn't count it anymore. 
we're so accustomed to, to measuring things with all our modern technology, but there will always be things in the kingdom of God that cannot be measured. Again, look at the sand. This is what I'm trying to say. We tend to put God into a sphere that we can measure and we can explain, whereas he's more like the sand, unable to be fully measured. We can see it. We can feel it. Good grief. We can even get it in our eyes and it can irritate us a little bit. But um, there's so much more. And we don't realize the power, the creativity, the goodness and the love of God. And all of that will fully never fully be able to be counted. It's just too vast. So today. I'm praying that you feel the abundant love of the Father, that it would just surround you today in a way that you can't even imagine, that you would be overwhelmed with his goodness and that you would know that his portion is your strength. And just as he alone not only knows how many grains of sand are on a Pacific area of the beach, he also knows how many grains of sand are on the entire face of the earth. He knows exactly what you're going through. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows every aspect of it. So, and even when the construction vehicles move in, even when life seems to dump more on, he still has it under control and it doesn't face him one bit. So whatever you're carrying, whatever you're going through today, know that it's not too much for God to handle. He's there with you. He has your back. He has your sides. He has your front. He'll give you the strength that you need because he loves you and you're his child. Have a great day. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.